What's going on, guys? Another episode of Vibe Checkers. Uh, today, we got a special, special guest here. We got Kylie O. Miller, native of Long Island, uh, a standout at uh, Islip High School, Islip Stand Up, uh, had, <laughs> had a great career at Stony Brook, a four-time All-American, uh, two-time finalist in a Torn Award, two-time American East Offensive Player of the Year, t- uh, NCAA holder of single, single, single season career and points and Team USA. Woman professional lacrosse play women's for the New York fight, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, a New Balance, Brian athlete, my opinion of the GOAT, and a t- Mrs. Top 10. i never seen a girl make more top 10 plays than Kyle Miller. Thank you, Kyle Miller. <laughs> What's good? <laughs> what an intro, Mark. I appreciate that. Um, thank oh, you guys yeah. for having me. Um, and thanks for, you know, listing out literally everything possible. Never heard somebody get so excited about ice <laughs> You know, know. Like, that's exciting. That's good stuff. You know, Wait, like you know. Islip, uh, West Islip like or just Islip? Islip, it's small. So I'm saying, that's oh, no. Big. So, you know, you know my boy Kieran Mullins. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. He went to Islip. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's my town as well. The little one that nobody knows about. That's dope. That's super dope. Yeah. <laughs> that's super dope. So, hey, let's start it up. So, uh, I'm going to dive into it. Kylie, um, Islip stand up. Yeah. Not, not a big school. How was the recruiting like? Um, going to school in Long Island, obviously in college. But tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously you and I both know that lacrosse is big on Long Island. I mean, it's just kind of like huge hotbed, right? It's kind of like Maryland, a lot of the Northeast spots and uh, like everywhere you go, there is either a pitch back or a cage, like on every backyard, right? Like everywhere. So um, it was kind of just something that I popped into when I was in like third grade. I think I first picked up a stick and uh from then on i just kind of like fell in love with it it was just big in our town um it was big all around us and i started playing travel with the long island yellow jackets um which is a club program run by uh, yeah yeah really elite club program um just dominant and i was lucky enough to play for them for nine summers i believe starting in like fifth grade um so you know through that and through being able to play at at Islip and just all those summers with Long Island uh Yellow Jackets it was um you know a lot of those tournaments and those appearances I was lucky enough that Stony Brook gave me gave me a look and because I played on a really like talented very stacked (laughs) club program like all of us ended up going D1 you know top 20 programs Um, so we would just like, I think we had maybe two or three losses in our entire nine years together. Um, like it was just, we were, yeah, Yeah. it was really good. And, um, yeah, just like, you know, you just kind of knew when you stepped on the field, like there was just going to be a ton of talent. Um, so that recruiting process was really competitive, you know, and in a sense of like, before all these rules too, right. There's no, there was no rules of you can't talk to college coaches till you're in junior year. September. Yeah, kids are committing like eighth grade. Like it was crazy. I <laughs> yeah. That. Right. You remember that? And it was yeah. like, you know, there were girls in my grade on, on opposing teams that again, like, like you said, were verbally committing to top two schools in eighth grade and they hadn't <laughs> even been in, in high school yet. So like, imagine being someone who's in that realm, right? Like as a young teenage girl and like, that's your dream, but people are already doing it and you're 13 years old. And you're like, oh God, like the pressure's on kind of thing. Um, So yeah, my ninth grade year, I ended up, I got hurt my ninth grade year. I sat out my ninth grade season on Mm. varsity at Islip. Um, But that summer, technically because of all the recruiting rules was like my big recruiting summer going Mm. with the Yellow Jackets. Um, So I wasn't at my best. (laughs) College coaches recognize that as well. So my looks were not as great as the other girls on my team in comparison of what I like wanted to go for, right? Like I wanted to go for those top schools and um, I wasn't getting those looks. So um, yeah, I was, I was lucky that I had a handful of looks and that one of them ended up being Stony Brook. And uh, Joe Spelina said, you know, he saw something in me and whatever that was, he really brought it out of me in our four yeah, years. <laughs> got to steal for real. Yeah. So, so I got to ask you, um, and I was really ignorant to this, um, in regards to just kind of like the gender inequality, um, in college, I didn't really watch a lot of female sports. Um, but I would like keep up with them every now and then, like if someone was having a conversation with it or whatever it is. And then as I got older, I started to realize like, yo, I gotta like, 
it, it's kind of dope. Now, lacrosse, women's lacrosse, there's so many rules. Like, I don't understand it because I'm like, wait, that, like, wait a minute, hold on. They can just shoot one on with the goalie. We need that. Like, that's dope. <laughs> like, things like that. But, um, you know, in, in all seriousness, like, I, it's kind of a two-part question. One, like, do you watch men lacrosse, men's lacrosse? And two, you know, what would you like to see from, like, the men's game uh, just kind of to help the overall just basis of female sports? Um, but in particular, like, lacrosse, what would you like to see from, you know, the MLL or PLL or whoever it is? Because um, I think we could be doing a lot better job as just men just promoting you guys, like, in terms of just – because, like, first of all, like, Mark sent me videos of you, like, on a treadmill, like, like hitting a wall. I'm like, bro, I could barely hit the wall standing there, bro. I'm like, shit, <laughs> she going backwards. You said? That's yeah, I was like, I go, yo. She's elite, bro. You have no idea. She's I was like, yo, thing. like, and then, then I started looking up. Yeah, and then I started looking up stuff, and I'm like, yo. So I'm, I'm, the next thing you know, I go on my Instagram page, and, like, all of a sudden, I go to explore. It's just dope-ass women's lacrosse girls just doing wild shit behind the wow. back. Just like this. And I'm like, yo, this kind of love. I'm over here just like, you know, it's dope. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, what would you like to see, like, in, in all seriousness? And, and uh, I guess the first part was, like, do you watch men's lacrosse? Yeah. Um, you know, first of all, I appreciate that. You know, I think that's like exactly what you just went through right there. Like that whole process. I think that happens a ton in not only men's lacrosse, but like a lot of men's athletes, like just men in general. Um, and even just people who like don't know lacrosse too, you yeah. know, they, they hear that you play lacrosse or they hear that you play women's lacrosse. Like I was at a youth game the other day and, um, these parents that were in the stands, they were waiting for their, their boys, their son's game to start right after this girl's game. And they're in the stands behind me. No idea that I'm there. Like no idea who I am. Um, and you know, this one dad goes, Oh my God, these girls, they're so good. Like I've never seen women's lacrosse before. Like I've never seen girls play like this. Like they're hitting each other. Like, Oh, look at that little, little like alley-oop, like all this yeah. stuff. Like, and he's just saying this crazy stuff. And he's like, wow, I've never seen girls play this way before. I've never seen girls play in general. I just never thought it was, you know, as cool as exciting to watch you're eating it up you're just sitting there hey. yeah and I'm like, you know it's funny like I was incognito too like I was trying not to like let the girls see me that I was watching and everything so I was like hiding in general and I'm like listen to this guy I was like I want to turn around and just talk to this guy right now like, I just, <laughs> but <laughs> like I just want to like introduce myself but um yeah no I think like that happens a ton and it's nobody's fault right it's just like it's just kind of how it is and I think what's cool about the crossover with men's and women's lacrosse is that they are such separate games right but there is such a crossover like there is such a similarity where to bring in your other question I did watch a lot of men's lacrosse and I still do um I'm just like a huge lax rat so like obviously mm -hmm. it's, it's my career now it's every single day of my life but yeah. like even growing up it was any lacrosse that I could see anything that I could find like I just loved it could um, you shoot with a men's stick could you go out there like shoot with a men's I could, yeah. Dude, I can't with a girl stick. I can bury. I think that's where you determine, honestly, all these, like, if we think we're lacrosse players, if we had to play with a female stick, because every female that I've met, they can pick up a men's stick and just hit corners like it's their job. I, boy, I'll break a window so fast. Like, I, my shit is going all over the place. I'm over here trying to catch it. Like, and they're like, just act like it's an egg. Don't break the egg. I'm like, damn, don't, come on, man. Don't put me in a spot. I'm over here to cradle. Yeah, I'm over here trying to cradle. I'm pounding the pocket and shit. Like, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's I mean, it's not just you, you know, like, it, yeah. it really is. It's, Believe me. It's so many of, you know, so many of the best men's players will pick up a women's stick and they're like, how do you I, do? Out of water, fish out of water. Exactly. How do you do what you do? And it's like, one, it's a different kind of finesse, right? Like it's, it's yeah. a totally different way. Like some of the, like just techniques and things that you teach young players, like you're not teaching a young boy to throw the same way that you are a young girl. Like, it's just not going to come out the stick the same. So like, it, it's totally different in that sense. But like you said, it's, it's an interesting test of yeah. like going back and forth. Like girls can usually play with a guy's stick and um, guys usually can't with a girl's stick, but if they can, then it's like, wow, those that's a guy that can probably play box really well. They can probably play yeah. like the Got finesse. The finesse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's a reason why I'm, I have not been invited to a box camp. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, 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 so I'm telling you, dude, like the first couple of weeks I'm out there, like obviously working with the women's across from at Stony Brook and I think about like a women's stick and I'm like, yo, like I could, bro, when I tell you Shit's it was hard, embarrassing, bro. bro, like I'm like, and these, and these, these girls chirp me. Like I miss a shot. Ew. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. I, and, and I'm like, oh my God. Like I, I gotta, I, now I bring up my stick. I bring up my stick. Cause I know I bring a women's stick, bro. It is not going where I want it to go. There's no shot. 
So like for me, and, and I, I've learned so much, so many rules. There's char- like um, charges. There's a, there's a three second rule. There's mm-hmm. things like that. Like I'm like, like you can't follow through like dangerous shots, things like that. Like you don't realize, like you, you watch it, but you don't realize what, what, what the purpose are. And me being around the sport more and more, I'm like, yo, you have no, half the guys, no offense on the men's side, a lot of their talents based off athletic ability, giving women's lacrosse is you have to be freaking talented, dude. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not just saying that you have to be, cause obviously we have to be talented too, but like, you can't be it's like a different, it's a different level, you know, like there's different, different ways to like throw the talent in there. Right. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, there, and this is going back to your question, right? Like I watched a lot of men's lacrosse and I was fortunate enough to play for Joe Spelina who coaches all of his sons, coaches the lizards, like coach high level men's Both lacrosse sides. that brings that, like, as you see now, right. Like brings it into the way he coaches his women. Um, and he coaches us, you know, the way that we need to be coached, but oh, at the same time, yeah. we're thrown in X's and O's, we're thrown in strategy, we're thrown in like, you know, terms and things like that, that no other women's programs are hearing because they're coming from the men's side of the game and they're yeah. familiar to us, right? Like yeah. they're, they're things that we can bring into, you know, like being able to take a charge and use the women's side of the game to our advantage because like, you know, he, he makes us see it as like a basketball charge, right? Or um, same thing with like three seconds, we're playing almost like, uh, a pop in pop out kind of meant like defensive man zone defense yeah. right like the same idea um being able to push from x as an attacker to both sides of the cage because defenders can hop the crease like nobody's teaching as a women's lacrosse player how to get a defender to fall over the back of the cage other yeah. you know like other than yeah. and it's just kind of like that's stuff you teach in men's lacrosse right it's just the things that he sees and Um, you know, it was something that I watched growing up before I got there, but even more so when I got there, it was like, Hey, like watch, you know, Rob Pinnell, watch like so-and-so watch Mikey Powell, watch so-and-so like watch these highlight Mm -hmm. tapes. He drags him here, gets him to go this way, gets him to go that way. I want you to try that practice tomorrow. You know, and it was that never like, um, you know, there were some days where we'd watch YouTube videos of, of women, right? And I always idolize any women that were before me as well, because it's like, wow, that's someone that looks like me, is playing the game that I play, doing what she's doing. Like I could do it too. Um, yeah. But it was always cool to be able to like throw in that crossover and be able to take little things from everybody's different styles and from both sides of the game, be able to kind of just like, you know, make who I am as a player out there. We that's just got insight, insight to a four-time All-American and how she br- breaks down things from the women's and men's game. So, Kyler, I, I have something. Obviously, you conquered every level um, from college, I mean, from high school to college to professional to USA. I'm going I'm to just show she, – she's not going to see this coming, but I'm going to show you how talented she is. She is so talented. Kylie <laughs> O'Mealer has a, has a, has a, a bobblehead. I saw this from Joe Spina. A bobblehead. He stole that. He still got a whole box of them in, in his a, office. A bobblehead. Of <laughs> who in the hell do you know in college has a bobblehead? First of all, who do you know? What lacrosse players have a bobblehead? Bob, look at this. Kylie O'Miller. <laughs> have you ever seen a lacrosse bobblehead? No, no, no. Not in, definitely not in college. I think I'm, I'm, I'm saying pro. Who, who, who? Paul Rabel, because Joe Spina has a whole bunch of bobbles in his yeah, office. He's got, he's got Paul. He has he's, <laughs> Rob, I think. Yeah, here's a couple like, but she's she's the only college I get on the for a fact. Bobwhead, Bobwhead. So, Kylie, what? what athletics. I'll, I'll keep this right here. So, so can Kylie, you, what, can you put her away, please? Can you put her away? I'll, I'll, put, I'll put it next to the Buddha. Okay, thanks. So, so, Kylie, what drives you? What, what? Because obviously you've done it all. Obviously you're very uh, motivated. But what does that for you? Um. You know, it's, it's interesting and it's kind of funny that you say, like, I've done it all because I, I feel completely opposite. I feel like mm. I haven't done anything yet. Um, like, I haven't won a major title ever, um, you know, like not at the high school level. Our high school wasn't like that. Um, at Stony Brook with Farthest We Got was the Elite Eight, which, again, was program history. Like, we were number one in Division One for three months out of my senior year all the way up until the end. Um, again, program history, but we never won, you know, at the end. Um, we were never, you know, the last one standing. Same thing, WPLL, I played in um, one WPLL championship, lost that one as well, last summer, 2019. Um, and Team USA, I, you know, I'm still in the tryout process for this 2021 World Cup. So just trying to make the team and hopefully be able to win a gold medal. But 
um, you know, I think in a sense of that, like it's a team sport we play. Right. And it sounds so cliche, but like, I could have all the personal success in the world, but nothing feels better than being able to lift some sort of trophy with your teammates mm-hmm. or like looking around. Uh, and there was something special about that Stony Brook locker room. I know you get to witness it right now. Yeah. I mean, that group of girls is, is something. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I just think like, I think because we were able to build it from the ground up too, like it was ours. It was like Joe Spelina and our baby, right? Like it was just like, we have something yeah, that- literally. Like literally, literally, like we were, we became Long Island's first like female sports team that young girls and their families could like stay home and be like, wow, okay. Like who's your favorite sports team? Stony Brook women's across. When has that ever happened? You know, who's your favorite player? Oh, this bobblehead right here. (laughs) (laughs) No. So Kyle, you, you mentioned something uh, with youth and this is a question I always like, I, I kind of like absolutely just love asking people. Um, if you, you know, looking back at it, what would you tell a younger you? And when I say younger you, what would you tell, you know, you've been out of school, what, two years now, two yeah. years. So what would you tell a freshman, sophomore, junior, Kylie? Ooh. Ooh, like that. So younger, meaning like very, very prime time younger. So not too, too young. I like that question. Cause I usually get the question of like, okay, what would you tell like 12 year old Kylie? Yeah, no, no, no. Every, I want a younger you. You're okay, Kylie. Yeah. Um, you know, I I had a big shift in my college career right after my sophomore year. Um, where like I went from this mindset of kind of just like coasting along and like being pretty good. Like I was still, you know, like I was still a major asset to the team. We we're still winning big games, but like just there was just something that was holding us back from taking that next step. And I took it personally um in between those years and I like just completely had a whole mindset, physical change in how I went for everything. And, um, you know, I think it, it showed and I just wish that I had recognized that sooner or I wish that, you know, like as a freshman, sophomore, a lot of times we go in and you, you hear the junior seniors say like, hey, this could be our last chance at it. Like this is our last go around, do it for us type of thing. And you don't recognize that until you're in their shoes. Right. And like, I I think that's something that I always, always tell younger kids now. And like, when you're getting there, it's like, it seems like you have so many years. It seems (laughs) like you have so much time, but you don't, it goes by like this and you're, there are going to be games that you're going to wish that you got back. There are going to be plays that you're going to, that are going to haunt you forever. I can, I three just popped up into my head right now. Right. Like I (laughs) I could like put myself in those exact scenarios. Like there are going to be things that you wish that you would have done like you would have gotten up a little extra early you would have gotten out and like gotten on the wall a little bit more you would have gotten out and gotten those extra reps with coach like there are going to be those times that you're going to wish that because there's only going to be a certain amount of time that you're going to be able to be in this scenario um so yeah I think in a sense of that I think just going back and telling myself like it's it you shouldn't just be coasting you should be you should be doing something special here you know what's crazy is like we get so caught up in like the physical side of the game, like in terms of like where we lack the mental like capacity and we lack like how important. And in my opinion, I mean, I think because you can get in shape. I mean, all my boys that like we everyone that I know, would we go out, some guys take it serious. Like, but everyone go home in that summer. They're on the beach. They're at the, you know, they're having fun with their boys. We're chilling like and you come in sometimes out of shape not in the best shape and then you have fall to get into shape because you know you could do that you have four or five months to get in shape you get beat up during you know practices and things like that but I think the mental aspect for a lot of people and it's so crazy because there's a lot of people with so much talent to where you see like damn if he would have cut like I like Mm. I mean I use myself as an example like it's like damn Chad if you would have done this or if you would have who knows and and uh it's it's a tough conversation but I try to tell the people going into college like yo I didn't realize it. Like I thought this window, this four year period that we have, um, I thought it was going to be 30 years. I was going to be at Rutgers for a very long time. And I didn't realize shit was over until (laughs) I like took off that magnetic strip of my name on my locker and I dropped it and in my, and and my bag and I cleaned everything up and I, and I looked around and all of the seniors nameplate, cause I was the last person, all of our nameplates were gone. And I'm sitting here and I'm looking to myself and I'm thinking, I'm like, bro, we didn't prove shit. We, like we, we finished top everything. 10. We finished like 12, 13. Like we didn't do anything, bro. 
Like we didn't do anything like like individual statistics is just a saying now because when we're all older, we're all gonna lie to our grandparents or our grandkids about. Let me tell you, I was the truth. I used to do, you know. And, and every time we have that story, it's gonna get better, and then it's gonna be. Oh, I had six goals in the quarterfinal to twenty, and then in the next year at the family reunion, it's gonna be. I had ten assists. I forgot to tell you about. Like, and, it, and it just keeps going on and on and on. But yo, the mental side of it, man. It's and I'm glad you hit on that, and that's crazy because that transformation. It's so crazy because the littlest thing, like just tweaking that one little thing about your life and your game can have a tremendous aspect and, and uh, it, it could just have a tremendous, you know, just change of, on yeah. everything. So it's pretty cool to hear that. Yeah. And I think, you know, like it, it also, it says a lot about the people around you too. Cause like, that wasn't just a, it wasn't just a, Hey, like me looking inward. There was a lot of it. There was a lot of that. It was a lot of like, Kylie, what, what else could you be doing? I remember there was like, there was three games that year. Again, this score kind of has, gives us PTSD now. Seven, six, we lost three big games. The score was seven, six, all three games. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so every time I see it on, um, you know, this was pre-shot clock era, so there weren't many goals, but seven, six, every time I see it, I'm like, even if it's like, there's like 45 minutes left in the game, I'm like, oh, oh God. Like, oh, God. Oh God. Like something bad is going to happen. But um, yeah, I just like after that, it was, those were games that I was like, I was being locked off and like, I literally wouldn't touch the ball for 60 minutes, but they'd leave me in expecting me to do something, you know, but wouldn't touch the ball. I wouldn't produce the truth. Wouldn't the team, you the know, truth. like, yeah. And the stuff that like really is tough to like, look back at film or like, look back at the game and be like, okay, stop blaming the fact that you were face guarded, blame yourself. Like you could have been in better shape I'm more. Yeah. Yeah. You could have done something a little bit extra. Um, so, and like, just going back to the people around you, like, you know, again, my coaching staff looked at me and was like, okay, what, what's missing, right? Like, what, are you in the best shape of your life? Can you answer that? I was like, no, there it was, you know, like, let's just check off that box. Like, I feel good as a lacrosse player, but like, am I in the best shape of my life? No, I come back in the best shape of my life. I have the best two years of my career. You know, it's just, I think Speaking just kind of, of like being thing. able to, yeah, yeah, it's like one little thing, right? And it's usually the most uncomfortable thing too. And like, still not easy for me to talk about either, right? Like you don't want to admit on a podcast or even to anybody that you were losing to goalies and run tests, your freshman sophomore year, you know, like that's not supposed to happen as a star attacker, but um, just kind of accepting some of those uncomfortable things and being able to like turn it around, turn it into a positive. Um, I think there, there should be more of that accountability. Um, yeah. I had a buddy of mine in prep school who uh, was really good. He got shut off a lot. And he was the best conditioned kid in, on, on the team by far. And what he did, dude, was run in circles the whole game. Like, no joke, run in circles. Until this kid was like, I cannot face guard this guy anymore. And he faced him with the best kid. It wasn't like some scrub. It was like their best kid who wasn't in great shape. And he ran for the first half, like, in a circle the whole game. He like this. What the hell is going on? And they couldn't face guard him because they would have to face guard with somebody else who wasn't as good. So God forbid he got the ball. It was like slide now like you know what i mean like it was kind of those kind of those moments so kylie um obviously um with you got ko'd in 17 everything going on with you and uh tell us a little bit about that but i went before that tell us about the eye black setup when did this start because that's, that's a very unique very uh uh transitional thing for kids now a rock in the kylie o miller eye black if you if you don't know people this is this is the eye black eye black side the shack set up right there so if you haven't noticed so tell yeah, us about that. So, um so going back to islip i started yeah. that then um my sister and i we played together like um you know on long island you could play up for varsity so you know i played on varsity from eighth grade through high school and my sister played from seventh grade through high school and she's two years younger than me um so we got to play together the whole time wow. yeah and then we ended up playing together at stony brook for two years as well so um you know it was just, it was a part of us that like, it was just our go-to thing. Like we were just like mess around with different eye black looks before games. And we were just trying to have fun with it. Cause again, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of pressure in it. Even if there's not a lot of pressure in the game, like if we, even if we know we're going to go into that game, probably going to lose, like there might be a coach on the other side. That's like looking to see how you're playing or there might, you know, there might be like yeah. all those things and you're supposed to be one of the best players on long Island. Like you got to show up and play. So there's a lot of pressure that a lot of kids are seeing these days. Um, you know, to be the best and to be the best version of themselves. So I think the eye black just kind of started as a way to like have fun with it, express mm -hmm. yourself. 
um, you know, and it was just a whole bunch of different things. I was wearing like triangles and I like covered, <laughs> colored them in. One of my friends one day was like, you should turn up the wings on the side and make it look like the Batman wings. Like you're so close. I was like, okay. So like, if you see pictures of me in high school, like it's like triangles with like a little wing up the side. <laughs> it's like a little baby one. Um, as I got to college, it was kind of like a transitional period. Like you said, and I was like, nobody in the women's game wears eye black. Yeah. Like, nobody wears it. Like, it's just, you know, you go out, you put your ponytail up. You're usually doing like a game day hair, game day hairstyle, you know, like making mm. it look all pretty and everything, which like, of course I have too, but like, I was like, do I wear this? Is this a thing? Like, should I bring the eye black to college? Straight pioneer, baby. <laughs> yeah. I wore it for the first couple of games and, you know, you start to have a good couple of games, then it becomes superstitious. You can't like take it off. Yeah. Um, so, and then it just kind of develops in college. Like now the wings are obviously much higher and stuff like that, but um, I never could have imagined it being like a logo that I pad, yeah. you know, like, I don't know. It's just stuff that I wear on my face when I want to get ready for the game, you know? Um, so it's pretty wild to like walk around Long Island and go to these clinics or go to like an event. And like, you see one of my t-shirts and it's like, you gotta like do a double take, you know, you're like, Oh wow. shit. You know, like, Oh, oh shit. <laughs> but that, that's what the transition your junior year was for, you know? And that's, the, that's, that's like, exactly. yeah, that's just one of those goals. And, and that, that leads me to my next question. Like, it seems like you are a busy ass person. So busy. what does a day-to-day, -day, you know, look like for Kylie? Um, you know, that's such a funny question because I dread this question. I really because <laughs> you, you want to know why? Let's just let's, <laughs> let's just pull up the calendar here. I'll just show you what oh, God. monthly calendars look like. What in the hell, Kylie Jesus? It's all color coded. I also yeah. like to know that the yellow, I don't know if you can see that yellow is my personal life. So there's not oh, much. Oh, good luck with, good luck with that. <laughs> but no, I think like, I have always been that way. Like it, I, you gotta be busy. Otherwise you're not doing something right. Like I've always been taught that like, you're never going to be given anything. You got to earn it. Um, and especially in this space, right. Especially in women's lacrosse, like it never really was a place or even lacrosse in general and really never was a place where you could graduate college and be like, okay, I'm going to do lacrosse full time. You know, that's my career. That's my it still career. isn't. It's hard. It's really yeah. still very hard, right? Like it's not, you can't just go out and play. Um, you're, we're starting to see a little bit of, of it on the men's side. Who knows, you know, how it's actually yeah. going, but like on the women's side, we're, we're not there yet, not even close, you know, and we're, we're doing our best to be able to put ourselves in a good position to pioneer that and to grow that so that these girls that are looking up to us now and coming to our clinics now and, you know, idolizing us now, or when they get to our age, they can graduate college with real aspirations of saying like, okay, I'm going to be a pro athlete <laughs> as my career, you know? Um, and I think that's just like sport wide for us right now. Right. You know, it would be sick if they had like, and this is like what they do in like Europe with women and like men's soccer. Like they have a men's team and they have a women's team. Like if Philly Barrage or Lizards had a, a female professional team, like I know that's like way down the line, like years probably, but like that would be kind of dope to me. Like that's like, you know what I mean? And they, you play double headers. So people yeah. who are supporters, like they're, they're going to stay and they're going to watch, you know what I mean? Like that would be, yeah. 100%. I've always said it like lacrosse is such a family sport too. Like the odds really that is. you have a little boy and a little girl in the same family that both play lacrosse, very high, you know? Yeah. So like if, if the, the boy and his dad want to go watch the men's play, like why can't the girl and her mom come and watch too? And everybody could watch together as a family. So, um, you know, I totally agree with you there. I think there's like so many different ways we can go about it and so many different things that we still want to try to, um, get going for this next generation. I mean, it's not, it might not happen in our lifetime, right? But like, if we can take steps forward to, to seeing that at least start um, and seeing that kind of develop in front of us, um, I think that's just to go back to my daily schedule. Like that's one of my major goals and what I'm Yeah, doing. don't sideswipe that. We want to know like <laughs> what day, yeah, you, you thought she had me. She, she wanted to try like, yeah, I don't have to tell her what time I wake up. No, I, we want to know. Like, so, so let, let the young ladies who's the next Kylie, you know, growing up, like let them know like what it takes for you to get to where you are and what your schedule looks like. 
Um, you know, you I thought she had us, Mark. <laughs> yeah, right. I tried. I, I'm usually pretty smooth at this, but you guys are there's two of you, so you're like cornering me here. Um, <laughs> we guess we got this whole thing all going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I usually wake up pretty early. Um, my first go-to is to work out. Like I try to get my workout in first thing in the morning. Um, I I usually I'm a big I'm a big believer in like writing my goals down. Um, and changing them up too. That's what I've learned post-collegiately like in college your goals pretty much stay the same right and it's like win a national championship do whatever you got to do to get there american whatever whatever yeah but like ultimately the goal right like is to be the best version so that your team can be the best version right so like but when you graduate and you still do this full-time right and like your first and foremost priority so for me my first and foremost priority when people ask me what i do for a living which is like my least but also least favorite, but also favorite question, right? Like it kind of just like gets my adrenaline going Um, (laughs) because people like when I, when I say like, first and foremost, I'm a professional lacrosse player. Like they just, they're like, wait, you you can do that. You know, like it's, it's actually alarming the amount of people that'll be like, wait, so you can make a living off that. Like, okay yeah but like if you told me you were a lawyer would i ask you can make a living off that like exactly. you know what I mean? like, I, you're a shitty lawyer <laughs> like, i'm not gonna ask you know like, <laughs> so like obviously i'm living i'm, I'm okay like i'll figure I'm it fine. out and i think just to answer your question about the schedule like it, it's a it's a priority for me to wake up get my training in do that first um because i know that i'm gonna have a really like very okay successful day so are you like mark mark goes to bed mark this man this man goes to bed at 9 p.m yeah it's almost bedtime for mark yeah literally yeah so i I, so the the girls made fun of me the one of the girls asked me mark what time you work why do you wake up so early at four four o'clock in the morning I was being corny, but kind of being true. I said, lions hunt at four o'clock in the morning. (laughs) And the girl started laughing at me. And I was like, you have the mentality. Like, um, my thing is like, it's something about me waking up and knowing that people are sleeping. Like, it's just something about it. Like, I- Mark, you could save this story for another day because- you live an like, hour away from Stony Brook and you want to yes. beat traffic is why your ass has to Whoa, get up my, early. My, my, I, I can't give you my, I can't give you my schedule. I can't give you my schedule. Oh, uh, call him out. I did yeah. that. <laughs> oh, I have, my teams don't start till. Lions hunt early. My, 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 te- my team start at, uh, what, seven. Seven. It takes 35 minutes in the morning. Thank well, you very that much. Early, yeah, that early. Yeah. Yeah, that early. No one's out there. I'm not, it's not an hour drive where I'm in Guam. You don't know Long Island, but that's not that far when there's no traffic. Um, and I like to get it in because no one's there. And I can blast music. I act like a goddamn fool if I need to. I'm um, to get myself ready lifting-wise. So that's probably why I do it. But I think it's something about waking up. I did that at Hostry. I live five. I used to ride my bike to Hostry. I live literally three minutes away driving. But it's like that kind of mentality. But I think it comes from a mindset. Like we all know of just working finding an edge somewhere like trying to find an edge that motivates you to get to where you need to be for me that's mine yeah. but kylie may be like uh i don't know put, put this whole schedule i'm writing down her goals for chad it might be something different but like it's something that you tell you right to- now i'm up <laughs> i am up at 8 a.m all right <laughs> I, I mean if i have to get up early i will but i like working out at like night i like working out at night like i don't know how you do that i don't know how you do that i don't know how it's you know it's every yeah, yeah I don't know. everybody works differently right but like yeah i don't know I, I I'm, like, pissed. Yeah, it's- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh did they got me so you in there you you could get after it that's fair. So, yeah. so kyle i gotta ask you <laughs> who is the most athletic woman's lacrosse player who right now in the game who most athletic so that's a different question than most talented because it's definitely not me and most talented is definitely not me either. Um, yeah, and okay. there are just like the people that I play with, the women that I play with now, like it's unbelievable. Again, I, I mentioned this quickly before, but some of the women that I'm playing with at these Team USA training weekends and like pro, they're women that I watch YouTube highlights of. They're women Dude. that I like tried to follow around, right? Like, and you guys know, right? Like I tried to follow around at final fours when I was in ninth grade, eighth, ninth grade. And I was like, oh my God, these people are amazing. Like there's literally a picture. Yeah. And there's literally a picture of me and Katrina Dowd, um, who's one of the best to ever play. 
um, I was in eighth or ninth grade. She was an alum from Northwestern, like probably enjoying herself at the final four at Stony Brook that they hosted that Northwestern was playing in. And I went, I found her, we took a picture together. There's this picture. It's so embarrassing. Um, but now we're like playing together, you know, like we're, you know, like doing fake flips behind the crease. Like, it's just like, it's just, it's just a wild, like full circle situation. But I guess to answer your question, most athletic, um, I would say Dempsey Arsenal. She Mm. is a BC grad. One of the yeah. ones um, yeah. on the squad yeah. that beat us my senior year. And she, her athletic ability is just like second to none. Um, Dog, I'm going to tell you one thing right now. I, <laughs> bro, I fucking did. I, cause I follow Taylor Cunning or not Cunningham, but Taylor uh, Cummings. Cummings. Yeah. And I did one of her little workouts she posted. Bro. She works out early too, by the way, it seems like. Bro. I yeah, lions. Uh, she's a lion. She, lion. I said, yo, bro. I I said, yo. There's no way this girl did this, man. I was like, bro. I was on the ground. Look, it was one of those conditions where you're like in the car like this, bro. Like, oh hey, lord, like this shit is, bro. She. I was like, yo, this is this is freakish. real deal. Like, this is freakish. Ain't no. Difference, it made me man. realize. I was like, I gotta get right. I gotta get right. So I, I, now every time she posts, I'm like, all right, let me see what she got going on. All right, let me go try and knock this out real quick, you know? Because, bro, but it's serious stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. she's a hundred percent up there. I mean, and that's how you win three Torton awards in a row. Only person yeah. female or male to ever do it, you know? That's so she's wild. a freak. She won three in a row. Three in a row, bro. Sophomore, junior, senior year of her Maryland career. Only person to ever win three. Imagine winning a torn at night, like 20 years old, 19 years old. Just imagine that. Like, how can you not feel like on top of the world? And still, Dude, there, was, there was a black girl who played at Northwestern who was tall, Taylor something. Taylor Thornton. She, Thornton. I watched her. I watched her. Yeah, she was, she was cool to watch. Like, I, I watched her. I think there was a game. Maybe she was in a national championship one year or, or something like that. But I remember watching her. I was like, dang. This is dope. I think it was on like ESPN or I don't remember, yeah, but I was just they, watching her. Northwestern was a powerhouse like when she was yes. there. So they were probably in the in the championship almost every year. Every year. Um, but she she's an incredible player. She's just yeah. like a freak athlete. Um, just a lot of these midfielders. You see it a lot in the women's game. Like, um, and that's something that, like, again, going back to the differentiation between men's and women's, like we don't have the mids and a mids. No, they mids. Like we, we gotta play. run and they just run play. and run and run and they play. And like, that's why these, these women. See, if you can't play D, you can't play. If you can't play. Oh, yeah. you can't play. Like that's, oh. that's lit. If you like can't like scrap for a ground ball between the thirties, like you can't oh. play. If you can't push transition, you can't play. Like they yeah, got to do everything. Yeah. That's and, dope. Yeah. I, re- I mean, I respect that. And, I, and, and I'm going to go back just kind of like my, my experience, obviously uh, going to school with Kylie, um, a couple of years younger than me, but literally the price of entry between her and Courtney Murphy, when you, when you, when you, when you no joke, dude. It was like ESPN. It was something you, you watch and it was like, damn. Like, and you realize like how talented, how special they were. Like when it comes to like just pure talent and skill. Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to say it out loud. Like the women's team hits more corners than the guys team. They are more accurate. They are, they are, they are more locked in when it comes to like technical flaw, like technical things. I think a lot of it with the guys being a guy, it's a lot of like a physical. You feel like you're just this thoughts. You have to like beat it. But like they are so much and, and it seems more intelligent when it, the game of lacrosse and trying to figure more different ways to be creative. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, holy shit, like the guys game could use this. And like take a step back and stop trying to use this whole macho idea of this step back and use that spacing a little bit more. And uh, and obviously I'm biased now because now I'm fully embraced in it. But it's it's obviously being a lacrosse player of the men's side. It's it's a totally different game, dude. I'm telling you, Mark. What was it? Three weeks ago, you sent me the video of her on a treadmill. What what was yeah. when was that? I'm like, I went to I went in my <laughs> gym. Watch it. I was like, let me try this shit. Like on side, <laughs> dog. My I got I got people over here like, dude, you hung over? I'm over here just looking sloppy on the. I'm like, yo, like how are they? I'm over here like, wait a minute. I I, I just grabbed my shit. Was like, I ain't working out. Bro, today. Like, I think I was slid. a senior. I think I was. I think I was a senior and no joke. All I see is fucking Kylie walk in the, in the weight room and somebody bring the goddamn pitch back in the goddamn weight room. It was, like, what, it was Joe. What, it was Joe. Like, what, like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like the pitch back in the weight room and she's backpedaling. I'm like this. 
bro, I can't go forwards. Like if you backpedal it. It wasn't my idea. <laughs> that's a Joe Spilina mind, you know, like that, that's just the it way he, he challenges us and you see it on a day in day out basis. Oh yeah. Like, so Kyle, and that's like what you gotta do. You gotta challenge you gotta, people you gotta push. out of the comfort zone. Yeah. So Kyle, I, this is, I think this is gonna be one of the tough questions for you. Okay. And uh, I need your top five women lacrosse, women or men lacrosse players. I'll prefer women first, whatever. Five best lacrosse players you think in the world. Five. In the world. In the world. Top five. Ever or right now? Right now. Okay. So so wait, let me let me explain that. So you have five. You gotta so it's gonna be a total of ten. You'll pick five from the girls, five from the guys. Oh, I mean, I mean so, if you do five all you do five of all, it's up to you. No, I want to hear five from the girls, five <laughs> from the guys. <laughs> yes. And you're a GM. Oh. You're a GM. Oh you're a GM. Oh you're a GM. I, you get, you, I tried. You get you get five picks. <laughs> five picks. Okay, okay. Um wow. no order, no order, people. Don't say you know what what's, upset. You know what's crazy? You guys gave me no warning for this, but we're gonna nope. do it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go men first. We're gonna go okay. Tom Schreiber. I love you already. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Uh, greatest player in the game right now both yeah. indoor and outdoor um i lyle thompson man uh, what about lax rat <laughs> mikey powell all time yes she, she, look, at, look at chad's face gary gate Ooh. and hmm Let's go with, let's go with a young gun. Let's go with Grant A. Mint right now. Oh, you want to admit up there? We have to give him some time in the field. Oh, projection. That's projection. I like that. I like but, that. I like that's that. a that's a future projection. We'll see how it goes. Ooh, I like that. The future projection. I like that. Yeah, you know, you gotta definitely, like you gotta quick give enough. some love. Oh yeah. I think women's is gonna be harder. Um, Ooh, that's what I, that's what we're here for, know? people. Okay, all right, we're gonna go with. You can include yourself in there. I wouldn't though. That's the thing. I wouldn't, and I'll tell you why. I think <laughs> the like the people around me they like push me to be so much better. And I know you probably hear this all the time, but like I compare myself to these people all the time. Not in a sense of like I could be doing exactly what they're doing, but they're just so good and they're just so great at what they do and it's day in and day out and they just still want more um that it's just like you know i'm just not i can't settle for where i'm at right now or where i've been um but we're gonna go with okay i'm biased but one of my absolute favorite play people to play with taryn o'miller one of the best to ever play let's go um, taylor cummings we're gonna go with Jen Adams, Ooh, head like coach at Loyola right now. Yeah. Uh, Hannah Nielsen. And... This is, tough. This is tough stuff. Uh, you only five fingers, huh? Yeah, um, Let's get an extra thumb or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Um, <laughs> You know, I think I'm going to go with Taylor Cummings. She's all Ooh. over the field, so. All over the field. Yeah, good to play with, too. But Ooh. those are some some of my all-time greats, I would say. Just for different reasons, too. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, Kyle, so, I, I mean, it ought to be out of, out of that 10, whoever. Who do you think inspired you the most in your career as a young athlete, working your way up, um, obviously, the professional level? Who do you think kind of motivated you, like, the, I don't say the most, but who, who kind of gave you that edge kind of growing up and kind of making you work for more than you already already have? Um, it's a great question because I think it came from like a lot of people closer to me than... Yeah, and sorry, to include my question, it doesn't have to be a lacrosse player either. Like what, it, it could be whoever you want. Yeah, and I appreciate that because that like I think that's where a lot of my mo motivation came from, right? Like when I was growing up, the only place you could see women's lacrosse was Twitter. Like, and that was later on, you know, that was like yeah. in school and it was like, if they got some sort of footage of it, there was no, you know, like, and like you said, maybe the championship game was on some sort of streaming service. 
So there wasn't like everything all over Instagram like there is now that I could like just idolize somebody, which is so cool. I love that the sport's there now, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it came from a lot of like internal places. Like my, um, you know, my parents always pushed me to be a better person. Um, I think growing up with my sister, like we never were competitive in like the sense that we would fight about it in the sense that we would ever talk about it in the sense that it would ever get in the way. But it's always good to have someone that close to you with similar dreams and goals that like is just pushing you silently to be better. Um, and then I think, you know, just being able to see that, like there are women in this world doing crazy, incredible things. Like as professional athletes or as athletes in general, right? Like you could, you look around and you see like the Serena Williams, you see, um, you know, Alex Morgan, you see the entire U S women's national team for soccer. Nasty. Yeah. Like, and just being absolute bosses about it too, you know, and just like not taking anything from anybody. Um, but I think better than the men, better than the men, just put it out there, destroy the men. (laughs) You know, we could all do things together. Like I just, you know, I think we all be great together. And I just, um, I just think it's it's so great, especially to be able to see someone that like, you know, is you can see yourself as one day. And that's, that's so crazy. I, that's crazy because yeah. Bree said the same thing. We had a professional soccer player on here earlier, uh, like what was a month ago or so, and she said yeah. the same exact thing, like almost word for word. Um, yeah, that's, that's crazy. I, that I think it's so important, and I think that's what drives a lot of us now, just knowing that we are that for a lot of these young girls. And knowing that we have so much more exposure to them than the people in front of us had for us. Sure. You know, and just like, it's, a, it's an incredible responsibility because we know how much we looked up, we, and still look up to all these people. You know, like if I met Alex Morgan, I'd like probably fall over, but yeah. you know, like it's just. I think I, me and Chad will too. <laughs> well, <laughs> probably for different reasons but, no, um, <laughs> now I, I don't care about Alex Morgan I'm I'm Meg Rapino. Rapino is that is my that's oh, my yeah. dog right yeah, there yeah, yeah that exactly is, that's a dog right there man I, like dude she's amazing like she's yeah, yeah her, and her wife she she's married to Sue right like uh yeah yeah, yeah. she I was watching Sue break the Bosses. assist record I was watching Bosses. her break the assist right that's one thing I have done like I've gotten better and like I said, I was ignorant to watching females, but yo, the WNBA, I was in the, I was in here just like watching hey, Sue. Hey, like, I was watching them. I'm like, uh, and then I'm like, yo, they nice, bro. Yeah, I'm like, they don't miss. I was like, yeah, this is sick, bro. So yeah, I, I've gotten a lot better, and, I, and I'm going to continue to get better. Um, I got to figure out the rules with females across or women's across. I got to be honest. I'll, I'll, I'll update you. Yeah, I'll update you. Learn, and I think myself. you know we can all just watch a game together one day, and I'll explain yeah. everything going on but so that that one-on-one shot with the goalie i'm like yo uh, that you know i would i'd be like yo huh yeah but you have no 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 uh you have no bag in your stick like it's it's different dude like your stick has to be up like i'm doing it dude and i'm trying to hit a corner bro i know I but it's like, dope it's dope. It like, dope imagine being you get tripped and you have one one with the goalie whatever like you i'm like oh but we have but, the, like, think about it shots in basketball right? yeah i know that's what i'm saying Think about how much pressure is involved in that. And then you got people behind you, like trying to, like you know. Now I've, I've seen some girls like not take the shot, pull out. Like I'm like, hey, come on, take it, take it, take it. I'm mean, here, like yo, like, it's going crazy, bro. It's sick. It's sick. Um, yeah. So, so, so Kylie. So I want to go back to the question before. Uh, so tell us about K17, uh, your your company. Kind of get some um, some insight about that and what what you do with that. Yeah, um, that started. Um, you know, I like in college, I didn't necessarily know. I knew that I wanted to continue to do something in lacrosse when I graduated. I didn't know that I was going to start a company, um, <laughs> and, you know, just absolutely like just travel the world and end up creating an app and just like be doing all the crazy things that I'm doing now, um, which I'm really grateful for. But yeah, it started in 2018 after I graduated and started pretty much just with the idea that like I had been working with a lot of the young girls on Long Island and trying to help them reach their goals as lacrosse players. Um, and I just wanted to make it into this database where I was able to do that anywhere and everywhere. And with as many girls as possible, again, just to kind of get that reach out there, be able to share like my experiences, my exposure to the game, my knowledge of the game with these girls. Like that's something again, growing up, I didn't have, and it's something that I absolutely love to do for these girls. So um, you know, might as well put it into something that I can make a career, but 
um, yeah, KO 17 lacrosse is going well so far. Uh, we are growing and expanding and we just created an app in May. So we get to kind of like, we work, or I guess I work with girls all through that, like all over the country, all over the world. We have subscribers from Hong Kong, England, Germany. Wow. Like it's, it's wild. It's places I've never even been before. Um, yeah. you know, cool. and, and it's just, it's crazy to see the game growing. It's crazy to, you know, go out to Minnesota and California and Texas and put on an event and a camp where you're there for two days, but like, it literally changes your life. And, you know, it, it could be doing something special for these girls' lives too. Nice. Like if they remember three words out of what I said in those two days, perfect. You know, like that's all I need them to remember. I just need them to take one little tidbit from what I'm doing and what I'm doing from that for them into their career. And like, that's, I guess, just kind of the basis of what KO 17 lacrosse is. And it's been really fun to, to build it and grow it into exactly what I want these girls to get from me and be able to see in their future in the sport um, and just kind of continue to be, I've always been a creative person. So um, being able to put my creativity into that outlet um, and be able to network that way and use my business minor from Stony Brook in some sort of way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, I'm very lucky that I get to like, it is a grind, right? Like to go back to the schedule. It is like, if I just sit around and did nothing all day, like nothing would get done. KO 17 lacrosse wouldn't be a thing. You know, it's, it's based on dreams and goals and, um, what I want to make happen in the next year in the next 10 years, you know, um, for these girls, for this company. Um, and I chase after it every day. So very, very lucky that I'm able to do that in the world of lacrosse. Isn't it, isn't it a special thing when you can do something that you can, you can you love and be compensated for like yeah. you love like in, in anything that comes with that it's so worth it because like you're doing what you love to do and I tell people all the time like why why do something for the rest of your life that you hate mm -hmm. like why do that like and then and I get money's an issue but why not do something that you really enjoy to love and do it for half the money but you're, you're waking up every morning going I love what I do yeah you're not dreading going to work you're not dreading Doing you know, those four, things. four a.m. wake ups to go drive. And, uh, <laughs> well, and know what? Yeah. I love it. I was just a Joe Rogan. I'm popping. I'm driving. I go, hey, there you go. I, but but my not uh, my. I don't talk about myself. But my coach from Hasha helped me out so much. He motivated me to the point. He's like, hey, do what you want to do. Like, but you like to inspire people. I tell people all the time, like, I'm a strength coach, but like, you have no idea what as a coach or as a uh, obviously a personal cross player, both of you guys are how you inspire somebody how someone can relate to you, how your one interaction or that four years I might have with a team may change someone's dynamic. My but you also got to realize like, and, and I'm not trying to cut you off, Mark, but yeah. you have a unique background in yeah. which like to get to where you're, you're at now. Um, I think it's more so of like a, it's an inspiration, but people gravitate towards you because you made it out the mud. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. you, you have a unique, like once, you know, you and I sat down and we shared our personal experiences and stories. I'm looking at you like, damn, you had to go through that. And then mm -hmm. you're like, I was quiet at first. Cause I didn't know. And then I started sharing what I had to go through. You're like, Oh shit. You, it was same story. Right. And yeah. so it's like, you got a unique background and, and you're put in a position to help people and, and people helped you get to where you are. And so yeah. that's an amazing thing to see. Um, yeah. But with that being said, the most important part is our icebreaker questions. Now, Kylie, with that being said, here's the thing. We've been letting too many people slide lately with yeah. giving them too too much time in between these questions. Yeah. So we it, it's, it's rapid fire. It's rapid fire. Um, obviously, you want to think a little bit. Don't be out here reckless. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it, it's rapid fire. But we get – who did we have on the podcast last? Um Chaz? Chaz Woodson. I mean, it, it was like, I was sitting here waiting for my grandma to come up the stairs. I was just like, <laughs> damn, G, like, hold on, bro. Um, so, yeah. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here First we go. First one. Here we go. Best female lacrosse player of all time. Oh. Uh, <laughs> ben Adams. <laughs> um, who's more competitive, you or your sister? Me. Uh, favorite memory with Coach Polina? Oh, well, that's tough. Um, oh, yeah, it's a longer one. We'll give you we'll give you thirty extra seconds for this. Okay, thank you. That's a tough one because he's, there's he, so many. He's but... gonna love this one. Yeah, he is gonna love <laughs> this one. He better love this one. No, I. <laughs> you know, we have so many, and there are times where it's like 
you you think back and you think of the times where you laugh at now but in the moment you're like oh my god I'm getting yelled at <laughs> like like you know what I mean but again like it just makes you so much better so I think um one of the most special times I would say was after we finally broke through um to the elite eight for the first time in program history it was mother's day um at Laval uh, beautiful day. We beat Northwestern for like the third or fourth time in my career, which when I came in as a freshman, wasn't a thing that we did, you know, like we didn't beat Northwestern. Um, and just after the game, I remember we just, we just kind of like had a big hug and it was just kind of like, yo, we did it. And he looked at me, he goes, you know where we're going next week, right? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we're going to Maryland. <laughs> yeah. <Fucking go. laughs> like, you know, yeah, awesome. it was just, I don't know. There are a lot of moments like that. Like I remember after we had a bobblehead night, um, we played Hopkins. Yep. That one. Um, <laughs> but like you looked around and it was like a sold out crowd. And again, it was another one of those moments. Like after the game, we ended up, you know, winning by a bunch and it was a really great game. And you had family, you had friends, you had all these young girls up in the stands, like wearing eye black, wearing, you know, Courtney Murphy jerseys wearing, you know, like all this stuff that was just like, you look around, it's just like those moments where you like, it's a big, embrace it's a big hug and it's just kind of like a sigh of relief like all those all that stuff through the trenches through the mud like it's it's worth it, it, you know? yeah. Yeah. worth it um so yeah awesome next one new bounds high or low top cleats hi i got bad ankles <laughs> look at chess <laughs> come on what do you say chad we gotta say <laughs> Here on, we go. Now, now, you to, now you have to now say. You, now you got to say it, Chad. Go. <laughs> that ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it. <laughs> All right. Not the high tops. Listen, we have bad ankles. I also, I also play in a skirt. That's not it either. But that's yeah. not you know. So yeah. honestly, low key, like there were some dudes playing. Look, yeah, you know, my shorts were short. Like I think skirts are like the new thing for for guys quads too. Out, I mean, quads out. Yeah, so quads, quads out. I think I think I think I ain't gonna say any names, but some people, someone has some damn a thong on out there. I was like, <laughs> damn, bro. <laughs> I was like, that damn. Listen, Kylie. I'd much rather wear shorts, but <laughs> exactly. Kylie, me. pregame playlist. Give me three artists you must listen to. Three pregame artists playlist. or songs. Artists. Artist. Go artist. Oh God. Uh wow, it's all over the place though. Like, cause I got like my thing is give me the let your coach goes, we got three minutes, we got five minutes left. Who are you who are you throwing? What it three on? artists are you gonna play? <laughs> Real fast. Uh, it's a it's a playlist though, so it's like different songs, different yeah, but, art, you know. Give me give me three. Three to get you ready for war. <laughs> okay. All right. You're gonna all over the place. <laughs> I'm just thinking of specific songs. I'm just gonna list the songs. Okay. That's how I'm gonna do it. Number one spot, Ludacris. Ooh, Luda. Yeah. Yep, kind of a banger. Um, <laughs> my goal song is "Centuries" by Fall Out Boy, so that's okay. Always- oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Um, and for whatever reason, I would always listen to the song "Party," Chris Brown, on my way into Hard. the room. Ooh, that is like a wide range of emotions. I told you, but that it's awesome. Like all, wait, all wait a minute. I never asked you, Mark. Who do you listen to before a game? Yeah. Oh, me personally, uh, I go into I go to DMX, I go to uh, Tupac, and I round it off with J Cole. J Cole is a good one. J Cole, bro, what? I, I, I need to get like I need to get like some lyricists. Like, yo, we spoke. He's been getting some real. I would shit. text like my ex girlfriend if I listen to J Cole or something no, before a game. I'd here, be like, bro. listen, babe, we on ESPN too. Make sure you watch mixtape. That that is album show. What is mixtape stuff? His mixtape, datpiff.com. mixtape, his old stuff. And when you talking, when he when he rapping, rapping. Okay, next one. Here we go. Pancakes <laughs> and waffles. Uh, pancakes. Ooh. Here is we go. It? This is. A, I think this is gonna be the one that the most. I feel like you're judging my questions. No, I'm not judging your questions at all. <laughs> Who, my, 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 yeah, no, Chad is. No, I just like. Oh, I'm judging the hell out of. Him. I'm judging. First of all, I'm judging his playlist. Like this Whoa. man said, it's... J Cole. Yes. I'm J Cole. Actually, big... I, can, I guess I listen to. Post. You not see my wall, bro? Oh yeah, yeah. I know. Okay, I so listen to wall. I listen to posts. I listen to posts. So. Oh, get out of here then! What are you talking about? Whatever, son. <laughs> well, no. 
Think about it. Okay, next. Here we go. Yeah, I'm stop. so glad that mine's uh, not being not the one that's being shut off. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think this is one of the I think this I think this is one of the coolest questions. I want to really get your answer. A gold medal or national championship. I don't have either yet. Um, and I'm never gonna be able to go back and get a national championship. You know the gold. I'm going to say gold right now because I haven't gotten one and it might still be in reach. Um, but okay. I do think in the grant, if you ask me this in 10 years, I would say national championship. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if I have, even yeah. if I have them, if I don't have them gold medals, I think like there's just something different about a college yeah. locker room. Like that's ah, just yeah. where you develop as yeah. a player, as a person, like those are your people for life. You know, like we still have, 700 group chats like yeah. with coaches without coaches as if we're still in the locker room about to get on the line and run yeah. you know like it's it's all still the same and it's going to be that way forever and i think you know like that's got to be something special to be able to to lift that trophy up right. so yeah two more questions what do you think people what do you think is judged more a college career or the pro career a whole more weight whole more weight holds more weight like from the people like for, around you? Yeah, from the people that don't play lacrosse. The people that, like, from outside Like media in. and just, like, yeah, everything. Yeah. The outside world. College. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would say, I would say college just because, like, our, the women's side of the game isn't there yet. Yeah. There isn't enough of us playing year-round to be able to judge anymore. You know, the only time you see us playing like on a regular basis is in college. So in a strictly women's sense of the game, I would say college. But I mean, I think, I don't know. I don't know on the men's side because yeah. it gets I'll say college too, men's side. Kyle, me and Chad talked about this before. Nah, right? dude, I would say, Pro? I'd say like from a player standpoint, I, gonna say that. I would say professionally, but bro, lacrosse Twitter kind of wild nowadays. Like I, yeah. I would say like, so I would, yeah, yeah. I would say, but we, but, but we have people, we have people who, who ride their college career out and not that very good in, in, in uh, yeah. But you also have people who sucked in college, but who just balled in the professional but, level. That's true. But you think, you think, you think they're, they're trash and they got more popular being professional more in college. I think they got more popular in college, my opinion. So I, know a I, lot think, of, I think I got more popular after college. I was obviously playing, lot, yeah. That a lot of people do, you know, and yeah, I think, I, mean. I think that in a sense of being judged by the outside world or by the lacrosse world, per, like players personally get judged more in professional. Oh, facts. Teams yeah. get judged yeah. more in college. Yeah. Because yeah. it's all branding at that point. It's individual yeah. branding, you know, it's sure. like, it's yeah. not Kylie O'Miller. Like when I'm at Stony Brook, it's, yeah. it's Stony, Stony Brook, Brook, Brook. Brook, you know, you yes. know, like, or whatever. Stony Brook, Joe Spillane, and Kylie, like it's it's just kind of all under the same umbrella. Whereas as a pro, it's not necessarily like, hey, the Atlas sucked. It's so and so sucked. Exactly. Like, that's more on Twitter. Perfect. Yeah. That's, I, that's... I, I, got, I got to add a question just for just for Chad's sake. Uh, Stony Brook or Rutgers? What about them? <laughs> Pick one. You can't. Game. That's the... shut up, Chad. Chad's been doing this I mean, to me all time. Go Stony she Brook. went to Stony Brook. <laughs> Good. Thank you, because Chad's been Chad's been doing these horrible ass questions out there against. Hoshers, Hoshers, Rutgers, or that was like the most airhead question in the world. Well, he that's said, my air question. That's my air question. You see, see, you see, I'm rocking for right. I've been promoting all night. Oh, uh, last question. <laughs> Kyle o. Miller, Mark, yeah, you don't even not- say you went to Stony Brook. You say you went to Hofstra. Not true, bro. Not true. Not true. He, I went to coach. He, at he went there. He was there when I was there. I'm Thank an you. I was. Thank I was- you. I no, 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 no. I'm saying he doesn't claim Stony Brook. That's not true. That's not true. That's not. Stony Brook made me. I told my ACL against Hofstra. I claim it. I finished my career at Hasha, and people see me at Hasha. Oh, you went to Hasha. That's what that's what it comes down to. You Last went, one. You went to Long Island. That's where you I went. went to, to Long Island school. <laughs> Last question: uh, Who is winning the national championship in 2021 for women's lacrosse? Seawolves. Let's go! Shut up, Chad. <laughs> Take out that ruckus poster in the back. Let's go! No, no, listen. Like you got to watch some more women's lacrosse to see who's gonna. Yeah, win. I've been. I've, I've, been, I've been I've been watching I've been I've been watching film from last year and I've been like yo, and the chat just an inside scoop, bro. If you didn't watch that that live from the Sea Wolf scrimmage, we are dirty. You're we so, are, we are good. So good. Kind of in the practice one day and kind of gave some insight about uh how 
how she plays the game. So the girls were like, oh my God, Kylie Miller's here. I'm like, I don't know. Well, we didn't. I was just standing there. <laughs> yeah, you were standing there, but the girls were like, oh, Kylie's here. Kylie's here. I'm like, yeah. Those girls are there. my friends. Stop that. <laughs> Some of your friends. The freshmen were like shaking their boots. Believe me. I heard about it. I, I have done some shooting drills because I'm a yeah. hard I can't help it. Lax rag. I love it. If you, if you, I, I guarantee a lot of people like, like to be a, a four-time All-American and be a lax rat. <laughs> Believe me, a lot of people would. So, including myself. I hope, it lasts, I hope it lasts as long as I am expecting it to last. So we'll <laughs> it will. Chad, would you out of your mind, kid? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> Nothing. There? You guys cracked me up. That was like, just listening to that was just funny. Um, <laughs> no. no, but no doubt. Kylie, I, I truly thank you for coming on. Um, Appreciate it. You got to switch to the low tops. I'm telling you, if you switch to the low tops, <laughs> nah, it, it's like that's what I've been thinking about. If you switch to the low top, <laughs> like, like, listen, let me, let me, like, you know what? I need to be the stylist for like, look, just lacrosse in general. Switch mm -hmm. to the low tops, like, you're gonna feel a whole different vibe. You're gonna be like, yeah, I'm really in here. You're gonna really step so clean, where, ooh. Hmm. But if you got bad ankles. Yeah, so yo, if I have, if I have the goddamn wobblehead has high tops, bro. I realized <laughs> I was looking down like, yo, she rocking high tops too. The, the detail is impeccable on that thing. Literally, um, but yeah, I'll think about it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's all you can do, man. That's all you can do. I'll consider it. I'll let you know after my next ankle sprain how I feel. <laughs> oh, Jack, you're the reason now. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. But hey, I truly, truly appreciate you coming Kylie, on, Mark. You. You're Mark. It's always good to see you. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I was man. super pumped for this podcast. Like, yo, he was. I'm telling you, he was. was he was. Up. He was calling was me up. every day. Like, Let's I was like, go. <laughs> I was like, story, because he's been, he's been, he's been trashing every team I play for, everything. So I'm like, yo, like, that's part of it. Here. First of all, he didn't even know the date. He thought it was. He was so pumped. He thought it was last week. I was so excited. I was itching well, for. It. It's okay. He, yes, he asked me for last week, but I, you know, yeah. the calendar got in the way. So yeah, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the sixty-five hours and twenty-four hours in our it's calendar. Fine. <laughs> it's fine. I still got stuff to do right now, but it's not bedtime for me yet. I know you got to get to bed though, Mark. Yeah, I'll be. Yeah, hey, this was incredible, man. You guys be easy. Stay Corona-free. I'll talk yeah, to you guys soon. You. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Nah, thanks, thanks for being on. Appreciate it.